and welcome to Society Owes Me Eugenics podcast. That one where Lily and Hannah go A to X through grunge, indie, alt rock, pop, movies, soundtracks, TV, and general generation Catalan and goodness. Or, <laughs> in today's case, we are going to talk about our extremely exciting past weekend. Very contem- contemporary with uh, plenty of throwback 90s music, so if it's, it's relevant. Um, yeah, we, we lived the dream, didn't we? Oh, seriously. Sure did. What a weekend. Starting on Thursday. Long weekend. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're doing a little pause for Pearl Jam, as you put it, didn't you? Little, uh, little um, pause from our usual programming. So in the next few weeks, it's going to be quite Pearl Jam heavy because we've had three days out to uh, do various Pearl Jam related activities that we are going to chat about. And we have got another Pearl Jam related activity coming up. Oh, dare um, I say buckle up, Hannah? Uh, boom. Ooh. <laughs> boom. Nice one. <laughs> boom. boom. At first I thought everyone was booing him. I know, that's mean. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's what they do now. at a Pearl Jam gig. And I he's get dropped. it. And he loves it. <laughs> he's not insulted at all, so that's good. Anyway, so, yeah. we, we'll, we'll do this in order, so we're not there yet. But, uh, so, we kicked off. Pearl Jam long weekend by turning up at the Volcom merch event uh, over in Spitalfields in London. <laughs> we did. We hemorrhaged money, didn't we? I don't uh, even want to think. Few minutes. We queued. <laughs> we queued for about two hours and then dropped a mint in like two seconds, didn't we? Yeah. But mm. um, our plans for um, interviewing English people were sadly scuppered by the uh, slow realization that. British people don't like to be interviewed, and everyone looked at us, frankly, with horror. In fact, one woman actually left the queue after we asked her, <laughs> claiming that she had to get back to work, but well, I don't know. She was running pretty quick when we last saw her. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, feel free to prove us wrong. If you would uh, like us to interview you on anything Pearl Jam related, <laughs> then look us up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I think um, I think possibly other podcasts have have come a cropper with that kind of thing as well. Us British people are a bit shy, really. <laughs> I think that was it. Really, we spent about twenty minutes in the queue, just going, "Go on, go on, go on, go on. You ask." <laughs> well, the problem is we have to stand here for two hours. If they say "fuck off," it's gonna be awkward, <laughs> and I just can't with that. But we did meet some lovely people in the queue, didn't we? We just mm. um, didn't thrust a, a microphone well, in their faces. They declined, <laughs> to be clear. Oh, yes, same difference. They were like, be on the podcast. No, 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 thank you. Uh, but I'll talk to you, but British. please don't record it. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, we got some great swag. Yeah. Some pretty epic posters. The Volcom store was cool, wasn't it? It was all done up, you know, especially for the day with loads of Pearl Jam and Pixies, like backdrops and stuff. Yeah, um, we got some pictures we'll post up on Instagram, but... Um, Oh, and why don't they just do that every time? Because I saw when we got to the gig Friday and Saturday, people had to carry those massive poster tubes and there were people, you know, with the number plates, uh, one of which one woman kept stabbing me with hers on day one where I was like, um, ow, <laughs> that thing's sharp. Yeah. And she looked miserable holding it too, so it's just well, a pain, isn't it? I think the reason they only, they only did it here and I think, is it Sweden or Switzerland? I get them confused, Sweden, maybe. Uh, somewhere that has done something Brexity. I think it was a um, Brexit-related 
thing, apparently. Yeah, but they still sold the same merch at the yeah, game. Yeah, I know, I don't understand it. So that was... But I did read that there's some reason that it was only us and one other European country. Um, it should definitely be done on the regular so people don't have to have the hassle because the true Pearl Jam consummate concert goers are the ones they show up, they literally don't have anything, you know? We bumped into people that literally just had a, a card in their pocket and that was it. And very smart people they were too because it's a lot of standing. It was a long, two long, long days of standing in some extraordinary heat, which is very rare for this country. Well, we all learnt our lesson after the first day, didn't we? I had a, a small little satchel. In fact, you know, the beautiful one that you gave me for my birthday with Pearl Jam <laughs> and other other band patches on. But reliving the 90s with yeah. Hannah's swap pack. Swap that for a, for a bum bag or fanny pack mm. uh, instead on day two, which was much more practical. But even, even so, I mean, my back was starting to hurt halfway through and I just had minimal items in my small little bum bag and it was like, oh God, mm. why, why did I think I needed anything? Anyway, anyway the, the merch was, was cool. There were four different options for the posters, didn't they? Two yep. of which uh, I bought. You bought... You bought three. I've got one that's in in the same colours as my kitchen, so I cannot wait to, <laughs> to proudly display that on my kitchen's ready very soon. Um, and and the sad thing is, that was my immediate thought when I saw that poster. Was like, oh my god, that's going to go so great with Hannah's new kitchen. <laughs> oh, tragic. And you got the Ames Brothers one, which I, I didn't did. get, but um, I, I just didn't like it. It looked really ugly. I still can't work out what it is. I think it's the Wicker Man, but it's actually sure. grown on me. Yeah, I actually. I don't know where it's going yet, but I like it. Downstairs. I wasn't sure at first. No, no, downstairs is fine. Once you did buy it, I was Sorted. a bit envious. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to seeing what they uh, what they have in, in Prague. And we got the badges and we got the stickers and we got the luggage tag or the keychain thing, which is going to be sold at every gig. I got so. the trucker cap as well, so I can't oh, take yeah, the piss out of my husband anymore for his midlife crisis <laughs> trucker cap thing. But yeah, that did uh, keep me keep me shady. It did. Uh, for the two days. You know what else is shady? I, I kept trying to lift it a tiny bit from Hannah's head. She wasn't having any of it. She was like, no, <laughs> jam it right down on my head. <laughs> this is how I'm going to wear it. <laughs> and I had Miss Sado 90s idiot with, uh, with a, a pink visor that my mum bought me from my holiday in Florida. That's why I look like a right tool. No, very cute, very cute. Yeah, so apparently the, there's, a, the, there's a Volcom connection. I think Eddie and the owner or founder of Volcom, whose name uh, escapes me, um, go back, you know, years and yeah. years from you know, 90s days. So I think that's... Yeah, there was a picture of them at the... Was it the amphitheatre mm. when they did that, yeah. that very early gig? And they had a lovely display, didn't they, of like signed... Um, Singles with yeah. a big picture of them, and yeah, loads of people seem to to win things. Um, yeah, we might have out. we yeah. might have scuppered our own chances though, if you recall. Well, that was for the pixie stuff, but yeah, there were lots of pajam yeah. things up for grabs as well. Damn it! Apparently, we're not worthy. You know what though? I wasn't wearing my t-shirt. Maybe I screwed us both over. I was <laughs> wearing my t-shirt. I didn't look like a super fan enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in regular street clothes. Um. So yeah, that set us up nicely, didn't it? And there were the people Thursday. there with with um, suitcases. Oh gosh, yeah, they yeah, were serious collectors. You were allowed three of most things, I think, and yeah, they they proper went for it. And somebody told us the next day that they were going for three or four times the price already. Yeah, I do find that 
It's sad. Is, yeah. But, but it's having kind of like that, ticket touting, isn't it? It is, but then I started to think, you know, there's people that collect, they want every Pearl Jam poster because they're huge fans and, you know, it's not their fault they can't get to London or wherever it is. So, I mean, there is, I, I get that there are people. But then, I don't know. I feel who like would pay any be, price. Yeah, but that shouldn't, yeah. They could, I felt like they could have held some back to then sell, like, you know, online at face value or something. It just seems a bit unfair, but anyway. Well, it's like, how much do you want it? I guess no one's forcing you to buy it. But uh, the guy behind us in the queue, as we waited for two hours, uh, I think it was Rob. He was telling us that a friend of his, he was down from Leicester, I think, uh, staying with a friend. He didn't get to go away on, on his uh, summer holidays, he said, so he was, he was going to spend his vacation in London seeing Pearl Jam both nights um, with his friend but he was saying that a friend of his has a vintage t-shirt oh that's uh, right yeah yeah and they'd sold a t-shirt was it it was Fuji's wasn't it it was a 90s Fuji's t-shirt for two two grand grand or something what else was two grand that's ringing a bell some signed posters were two grand yes that was it yeah yeah two grand and a signed poster can be yours and someone told us that two had gone already yeah crazy well, sadly, we didn't have the uh, the moolah for that, but um, quite no. happy with our with our haul, aren't we? I don't know about sign stuff. I mean, I know that there is a, a value to it, so if you want to resell it, great. But I don't need it, you know. I think there's something kind of a bit outdated about. I think if it's signed, thing. you know, and it's been autographed for you personally and you have that kind of a story yes. behind it, then absolutely. But otherwise, yeah. Yeah. You know. When you met them and you had a chat with them and then they signed something. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely. that you can't, no one would want to buy that really, would they? No, but they do, I guess. Yeah. You know, Well, it's like, like, like that bloke who I used to really respect that I don't respect anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> a few weeks before that story all broke, I had finally got to meet him and got some vinyl signed to all my kids because I was too embarrassed to ask for it to be in my name. And Good now, job. like triple worthless, isn't it? I know, but I mean, when you think back at it, remember how gutted you were that you decided to pretend that some of this <laughs> stuff was for your kids so you <laughs> didn't look like a super fan. And then you were like, shit, I just ruined my own merch by having my kids' names on it. But now you don't care. Yeah. So job done. Yeah. Brilliant. In fact, scratch it up. In fact, Hannah, let's have a bonfire. Let's do it. <clears throat> Yay. No? Still too soon? No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Right, should we actually get to the gigs? Enough shopping talk. It's important. Yeah. It's okay. important. Right, you know, merch is, merch is fantastic, but I am done. Okay. Okay. So... Day one, Friday, British summertime in Hyde Park. Um, oh, I was going to say though, should we, we don't need to describe the merch, we'll just take a picture. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take pictures and post them up. It's Let's better than hearing me describe what one of these stickers looks like. You might not care. Okay. Good plan. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we sadly didn't make it up together, did we? I went with my husband and you went with yours. And I got there in time to see uh, the murder capital. Um, and it was, can we just say, rude. mega hot. Oh, Scorchio both days. It's just not what we're used to here. Like, you need to understand that in England, when the heat gets to, what was it, 28? Something like that. So, 80s. Yeah. There was actual uh, wooden railroad, you know, underneath the tracks, the wooden slats in Battersea in London that were on fire seriously yes they caught fire 
Blimey. That's the stuff that happens in England when it's too hot. We can't handle it and neither can the infrastructure. And nothing, in fact, works. And everyone just melts. And loads of old people die and it's just insane. Like, we just can't cope at all. So it was, it was impressive to see so many Brits. A lot of red people. <laughs> there was a lot of sunburn happening. A lot of lobstering, yeah. Lots of extremely rednecks. But, um, yeah, the setup at Hyde Park was great. There was lots of... Uh... Lots of readily available tap water. Um, and yeah, so we should... Mumming again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was free water. You could fill your bottle. It was amazing. <laughs> we didn't take our <laughs> we did, Oh, and charging stations. Charging stations, yeah. We didn't discover those till a bit later. But... That was quite useful. Yeah. But yeah, there was loads of people who just were drinking beer because it was so hot. And by the time anything exciting happened, they were absolutely shit-faced. So yeah, I feel sorry we for very... those, those guys uh, having massive drunken rows about like no don't understand man no no i do i do and i'm like seriously guys pearl jam's on do you oh god not how about the guy on day two that was in front of us who was actually falling asleep standing up because he was wanker <laughs> nice guy but yeah he was t- poor guy he's not gonna remember anything no it's so <laughs> pointless oh god but yeah we'll, we'll get to that because uh, yeah there were some funny funny things that happened but um so yeah you saw uh, some acts that I did not because I came later. So, so I caught a bit of the murder capital who I'd been listening to um, in advance who I was very impressed with. So went to catch a little bit of their set. They were on the main stage. They were uh, they were really good. Uh, there were three stages. So there was also the birdcage stage, um, which I then saw Dream Nails at, which um, uh, were fun and i found out later that my friend am uh, one of their uh, one of one of her friends is actually in in the band um but yeah they were very sort of like um pop punky um feminist um did the whole bikini girl bikini kill girls and non-binary people to the front thing it was a good old jump around um then there was white reaper back on the main stage did you catch a bit of white reaper i didn't and i really wanted to so it's a bit gutted about oh, that. you'll get another chance won't you oh, no. so yeah um, they were fun. And then Cat Power, you did yes. get there for Cat Power, didn't you? Yeah, for the very, yeah. Just as she was, just as we were arriving. Yeah. So we had 10 club tickets. And, well, this is amazing for us, as anybody who's ever gotten 10 club tickets knows. You get right up to the front and the whole front section is, is reserved for 10 club holders. And, but I just felt really bad for everybody else because it's quite a lot of space Especially in Hyde Park. Well, not that once whole... the headliner comes in, then you're all still wrapped. I mean, there's, there's, there was still absolutely no way that we were yeah. going to get to the front for Pearl Jam. Like, you have to literally camp all day and take it in turns to go to the toilet if you're going to be anywhere near the rail. Yeah. So we made Which it about we did. <laughs> second day. Like, second day we did. We weren't quite at the rail. But, um, yeah. But we no, could it see was, it. Still, it was a fantastic vantage point that we had, wasn't it, really? It was... Yeah, so day one we were... We'd... Um, well, we watched Cat Power. She was great. Quite magical, wasn't she? Yeah, although she must have been sweltering. I just oh I just God, couldn't yeah. get away from that she was wearing this long like black velvet. velvet dress and, you know, her hair's down with a massive Full thick fringe and she just looked like she was absolutely yeah, she was sweltering. But she was she was brilliant and I was really glad to um to, to catch her set as well because I have seen her before but um I was um, very pregnant and very, very tired and I fell asleep um, four songs into the set. Not because she was boring, but just because I was knackered. But, but there is something very relaxing about her voice. Yeah. And it's just the cadence of it. It really is a very kind of very chill experience. It was very cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. 
She was awesome. And then, uh, the Pixies, who um, were great, but wow. I mean, the contrast between, you know, Eddie Vedder just doesn't really stop talking, does he? Whereas Pixies, they just come on, they do their thing. There's no banter whatsoever. Yeah, there was no talking. Job done. <laughs> it was very, I would say, perfunctory when it, when it came to, like, um, you know, not communicating, but, like, making that connection with yeah. the audience. And I will say, though, that, um, you know, they, most of them looked like they were having fun. Yeah. It was a fun gig. Yeah. But they didn't speak. And it was just like, we're doing this one, we're doing this one, we're doing this one, we're doing this one, goodbye. You know, and, uh, but anyway, there were tons of Pixies fans there, ofs, and they were well happy, weren't they? Yeah. That's when we took the opportunity to leg it to the toilets, (laughs) but we had a plan. We left just before the end of their set, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, because you know nature called <laughs> as we expected it would we'd had a couple of pims by then the pims in a can pims in a can and uh and yeah so as everyone was coming out from the pixies to take a break before coming back in for pearl jam not the hard not the diehards of course but you know a lot of people we used this opportunity to sneak in and we got i counted we were about seven rows from from the rail to the so to the left on Mike's side so yeah. slightly to the left of Mike where the big tree is if you if you know you know but um, fun fact about the tree which we learned from uh, a lady we'll be talking about a little bit later but the tree is real yeah it's a real English oak and they couldn't move it and that's why they've covered it in a kind of a protective layer and uh, I've always thought I saw Paul Simon there and I thought it was a fake tree it was a very impressive fake tree but no, it's real. Yeah, no, it's incredible. <laughs> and Eddie kind of circled, I can't remember which song it was during, but he kind of circled the tree, didn't he? Like clearly trying to figure out if he could scale it, you know. Yeah, he did his best, but there's just, there was yeah. no purchase for him whatsoever. No, no. And that the would have been a bit too intimidating for him to do a, a pink yeah. pop, wasn't it? He's getting on. And, um... <laughs> we did wonder at one point, it was like, ooh, <laughs> this could be it. Maybe it was. It was porch, wasn't it? Was it Portrait really started circling room. the tree? It could have been. It could have been. It was Did one they of those that on night one? Prolonged. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so we managed to get, we sneaked in. Well, we didn't sneak in. People were coming, people were going. We managed to get a fairly good spot. We decided not to push our luck, which I think was the right decision mm-hmm. in hindsight because of what happened shortly thereafter, about mm-hmm. halfway through the set. Remember? No. The tiny wrecking ball. <gasps> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we settled, we started talking to the people around us. There was some really um, nice, a nice couple behind us from uh, Newcastle Way, I think. Yeah, and some some short ladies to my right, which is always nice for me to be a Some petite women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow short asses. Yeah, it was all very nice, very friendly for most of the gig until you Yeah, yeah. so all the people around us were great and everyone was just kind of sort of chatting or being friendly. Oh, wasn't it that night though? Some people had decided to sit down and the steward was panicking and going, oh, you need yeah. to get up because she was worried for a surge. And they were not um, English speaking, I don't think. So I was like, no one was telling them and they couldn't hear because it was loud. So I was telling them, you need to stand up. She, she needs you to stand up. And they were not happy with me at all. Didn't stand up, then got told off by the steward and then was giving me dirty legs. If <laughs> like, looks could kill, you got some proper daggers there. I'm like, Jamily, what's up? Mm. I, you know... What, what? I didn't think that this was the place 
for that. But anyway, generally it's very well natured. I saw on one of the forums um, yesterday actually, someone posted a picture of a letter that they'd received in the post along with their wallet. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a Pearl Jam fan who picked up someone's wallet, apparently had tried to find them, couldn't find them. Um, so sent it sent it to them and said, please text me just to confirm that you've received this. Oh, and that's nice. How lovely is that? That makes me um, misty-eyed, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's lovely and amazing. Right, so they played two completely different sets, didn't they? I think mm. they only repeated one song, they only repeated a live. And both nights they came the out to the Beatles. Yep. All You Need Is Love. Lots of crowd shots yeah. on the first night. Not so many on the second. I thought they came out to All You Need Is Love on, on both days. They definitely did on day two. But then looking at the uh, Setlist FM thing, um, it says that they came out to Hans Zimmer. You're what? So Cool. No. Which I don't remember at all. No. And then All You Need Is Love after that. Well, maybe, but I didn't hear that first part. No. Well, I wouldn't know it anyway. <laughs> And then what a surprise, they opened with Better Man. Yeah, we, we were expecting release, weren't we? Yeah, and we thought of you, Brandon, and we the Better Band pods. Uh, so yeah, got a little video that I'll, uh, that I'll send you. Um, but yeah, first time that they have opened with Better Man since October the 26th, 2014, apparently. Wow. So what a treat. It did feel like everyone was really surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was not anticipating that at all. And then we had um, Low Light, which I think we're both a bit... I literally Hello. said before, I was like, um, you know, when we when we saw them in Rome, I could have done without Low Light. It's not that I don't like the song. It just doesn't do a lot for me live, but I get that they need to play some slower stuff because otherwise he would collapse <laughs> and die but, and we don't want yes. that. And um, it, we needed something, you know, gentle and, uh, uh, and careful before we got to the next song, which was a real surprise, wasn't it? We got treated to breath. I literally, I was like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. And so many people subsequently has, have said this exact same thing. It was like, no, 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 it can't be, it can't be, it can't be, it can't be. Because that was the one that we were desperate to hear and just thought it was like 0% chance that we, we were going to get it. So lucky, so lucky. It was incredible. Yeah. So we went a bit crazy to that. I managed to get a tiny like nine second clip, but I literally couldn't spend any more yeah, time yeah, yeah, recording. Yeah. I had to just be in it because it was, oh God, what a dream. Yeah, so I happy. Just don't think so happy. Quite believe it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then what was it? Oh, we had Mind Your Manners. Sorry, I'm gonna. Mind Your Manners was a surprise too, actually, because. Um... Yeah, I thought they played that on day two. Got my memories all over the place now. Yeah, and then Save You. Oh, Save You was yeah kind of raucous, but then um, Eddie, uh, yeah, he got very very sombre, didn't he? He, he sort did. of explained. Um, he remembered what... someone that. Well, I mean, we've talked about Save You before, haven't we? Um, and I can't remember who we decided it was about. Was it Chris Cornell? Or was he talking about... No, can't be Chris Trying Cornell. to help Mike McCready, I can't remember. But then what he said made me think, oh, maybe it was Chris Cornell. I don't know. But, um, yeah, but he, he didn't make that it. he didn't make Whoever it. Whoever it was didn't make it. I mean... So I don't think he was talking about either of them. But you know what, though, in his job, you've got to know a lot of people that... Yeah, I just wonder who it was that he was thinking of. Yeah, he got a bit of a clamp, but then he was like, okay, I can't stay in this place. I've got to keep moving on. But one thing I will say at the beginning was he was just, if effervescent is the right word to describe, he was so happy and <laughs> just bouncing off everything. 
He really was. And oh my God, so was Mike McCready. Oh my word. He was like, he looked like Billy Idol. He was properly like, oh, oh the solos. But he was on fire. Mm. Strange. It was just so yeah. nice to, yeah. And he was like a, like a kid. Yeah. Running yeah. around and just completely irrepressible. It was so nice to see. When you go and see a band, that is what you want. That is just all that you could imagine that will make your absolute gig. Uber chatty. Uber chatty. So uh, relaxed as well. When I think I saw him 29 years ago and it was just the absolute opposite. But it's so common. Obviously, they've done it for so long. They're just so relaxed now in front of thousands, tens of thousands of people. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to mention this and blah, blah, blah. You know, back in the beginning, it's a bit like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's happening? It was an enormous gig. I can't remember what's the capacity of... BST, I think it's 80,000, something. Ridiculously. But somehow it still felt like a really, I mean, obviously we were For very us. close. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'd be interested to know, you know, how it felt, you know, further back and just being able to see the screens and stuff. But yeah. well, I'd like it that it still felt quite intimate because there was so much, there was so much chatter, there was so much sharing. It was, yeah, they were on fire. Um. Yeah, so after Save You, we had the first song from Gigaton. We had Quick Escape. Yeah, that was great. With um, with a bit of a uh, um, a tag, God Save the Queen by Pistols. Assuming they put that in, you know, because uh, because it was a UK audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then In Hiding was a, a fan request, apparently, according to Setlist FM. Yeah. It's not one of my favourites, but yeah, good. Same, same. Enjoyed. Uh, there wasn't anything I didn't enjoy. No. Um, a retrograde was one that I didn't enjoy as much as the others. Okay, again. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I did not enjoy it, but I was like, when's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> and Light Years, um, kind of same, same for me. But that was a tour debut, apparently. Again, played by request. Mm. Who, who, who is sending them these requests? How do we get one in? I don't know, but we already got our request because we we breath was what we wanted Absolutely. to hear. So. <laughs> Absolutely, and I I, I was, heard our prayer. <laughs> yeah. I was very keen to hear even flow again, which uh, which we got. I would have been surprised if we hadn't <sighs> so over those good. two days. But that was that was brilliant. I know Jane was gutted not to hear that on the second day. Yeah, or well, my husband was really gutted actually that he didn't get to hear Black or mm. State, which we got the second day as well. But yeah, there is ways. But hey. Not that we were standing together anyway. <laughs> if he was feeling romantic about your song, he could have cuddled my husband. <laughs> His girlfriend, apparently. <laughs> right. Um, uh, then we had Unthought Known, um, which I think, was that one of the faves of that lovely, um, the, the lovely woman from the Netherlands that we met? Yeah, I think she definitely mentioned that as... Have, having yeah. enjoyed it yeah and then daughter oh that was good Just stunning and that had a little tag um good woman tag um by cat power i guess as a uh, you know as, a, a, as nod. a nod to her having played on the same stage a few hours before oh yeah. and super blood wolf moon and hannah lost her shit i had to get a little bit of a vid for yeah. that it's a bit jumpy but that's that's my daughter's favorite so yeah I was like, ah! <laughs> that really was on your that. that was on your tick list wasn't it, it was for the new well actually dance and clairvoyance was the one that i really wanted to hear from the new album 
Um, so I was a bit gutted on the first night we didn't get that. However, all was remedied on the You kind of know when there's two nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're going uh, to... I was so happy, though, on that second night where he said, like, you know, we're going to try and play everything that we did. Everything else. Yeah. Like, really, <laughs> really did. Apart from... Okay, so what, what did they... What, what would you really have liked that we didn't get? I mean, I know we're going to sound really spoiled now because we got some belters. Oh, Dirty Frank. I wouldn't have minded that. That would have been insane. I think Eddie played that with the Earthlings on, like, when. Don't when tell he me that. The yeah, yeah, like with, you know, with like Chad Channing and. Um, well, I guess that's why they played it, because of Chad Channing. Um, yeah, but if. Not Chad Channing, what am I talking about? Stone and the Chili Peppers. Not Stone Chad and Mike. Mark. You know? Chad, Chad Smith. 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 That would be weird. You know, Jeff and Stone and Mike aren't there to do the. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want it. That would have been really cool. But, um, I, I, I was a little bit disappointed to not have Ruby Mirror, but I mean, I had so much else to make up for it. Maybe you put your request in for Prague now. Yes, yes, good plan. To Eddie, Vedder, or God, whichever. <laughs> I don't whichever know how people you are getting... believe in. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, there was a point when Eddie got political on the first day, which, by the way, points. I completely agreed <laughs> with everything he was saying. I was like, a little culty. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but, but I'm because in a cult, I agree with so him. Go ahead. But it did feel a bit like because <laughs> we were all like, Rah! and you know, it was kind of a bit like a god-like figure, yeah, which like I'm sure he's rally. aware of, of course. Yeah. You know, it's not like that's a secret. But when he's saying things about the political landscape and stuff, and everyone's just like almost, you know, bowing yeah. to everything he's saying. I, yeah, it did occur to me. I wondered if that's what my husband was thinking because he's a bit further back and I'm he's sure not a, he's not not a fan. He's just he's never seen them and he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. So I was wondering if he was like, hey, what's going on here? Jam is a religion. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it never felt more more um, obvious than than then though. Okay, where do we get to? Oh, we had given to fly. That was really good. That was beautiful. Mm. Followed up by Public Image, which um, uh, it's the first time they've played that since 2014, apparently. Public Image Limited cover by now. Public Image Limited. Uh, and then Once, that was epic. Mm. So good. Once, I think, was the first Pearl Jam song I ever heard. Well, that would make sense. Because they put it on 10. No, it was a mixtape with the German girls. Oh. So it was once was the first song on one side, and Even Flow was the first song on the second side. I can't remember which one it was, but whichever it was was like, oh my god. This Hang on, where does Even Flow come in the ten track list? Is it not like first song on side B? Are you sure she didn't just record ten? I don't know because I only ever had the um, the CD, oh. which I bought in Fnac because well, I couldn't get it in England. I'm pretty sure once would have also been the first Pajam song I heard, but because it's because the first Try. one, yeah, yeah, must have been. Um, port, yeah. So maybe it was porch that he was circling the tree. Yeah, I think so because there's that natural interlude, which is when the pink pop thing happened, wasn't it? Yeah, and that, I think maybe you've mentioned this before, like when there are those sort of little interludes, and you know Eddie's got nothing to do and he doesn't have a tambourine. It can sometimes yeah. be a little bit awkward. Like, did you notice there was a moment on the second night? Um, when Johnny Marr was brought on where he was just 
stood behind Johnny Marr, just kind of like... Oh, yeah. It's like a cheerleader. Like, a, like do, do, do. What's that movie? Yeah, for, for a second it reminded me of that movie with um, Richard E. Grant, not with Nan and I, but the one... Had to get ahead in advertising, you know, where he's got that little, like, head sticking out of his shoulder. Oh, yeah, he did. Kind of cooch him, didn't he? <laughs> he was a bit like that on Johnny Marr, and it was just a bit weird. It's like, Eddie, you're bored, aren't you? And you're a bit lost because you don't have a tambourine. So he's just, like, awkwardly, like... Yeah, he has to rocking do something. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Bless him. He does his robotic thing. Which he did do. He did do that. Which is yeah. exciting. Yeah. What was that during? I can't remember. I feel like that was the first night. Was it? Maybe it was. Anyway. It wasn't during. Oh, right. Okay. So actually, my least favourite part of the first gig was the... Um, he brought Simon Townsend up on stage, who I thought oh, yeah. was Pete Townsend's son, but turns out it's actually his brother. brother yeah. Um, so they did a Simon Townsend song, I'm the Answer. I know, why, why didn't they do, not that I like, obviously, Pete Townsend, we all know this, if you listen to the yeah, pod, however, there. Did My Love Open the Door would have been a better track, because it's a better song, I just and think more they... people would have known it, and, you know. Yeah, they could have brought on other people, they could, I mean, they could have brought on Cat Power herself, you know. Or... I know, and it was yeah. a bit like, I don't know who Simon Townsend is, I'm, I am I hope he's a nice guy, but. It was a bit random. He and... was one of the support acts, actually. I think he was the first support act on the main stage, but I wasn't there early enough Yeah, but you know, first support act, Yeah, dude. I wasn't. That is like first... the lowest on the table. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, it's, I think it's just a part of the who worship oh, absolutely. situation, but wasn't his voice weird? It's like this. He, <laughs> yeah, like, he sounded Ooh. like he was on helium. He just <laughs> What's just, happening? It was all voice? very bizarre, and then... Like, he kind of gave you a funny turn, didn't he? <laughs> like, you nearly passed out at that point. Because, yeah. You... Was it then? Yeah, I, it was I, then. I kind of lost track, but I think it was... Yeah, it was like, you've been moving and kind of bopping along and everything. And your head, because you got because we were quite close, you have to tilt your head back and then your neck starts oh, aching. Oh, neck ache, yeah. Stupid bag was digging into my shoulder and I was just like trying to sort that out. And the legs are starting to hurt because you've been standing. Because we waited for nearly an hour. Yeah. After the Pixies, yeah. just we hadn't had any dinner for the beginning of, of yeah. the two odd hours gig. So yeah, at that point I was starting to like flag and I, I felt really lightheaded and one of my ears just, I the, the hearing just went, which is usually what happens when I'm about to faint. So I was like, oh shit. But it's a good job it happened in that song and uh, not <laughs> yes, in yes. the next one, which was But Jeremy. I think that's what it was because I stopped. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'll take a breath, I'll take a breather. And I think when you stop the motion and the movement and you lose that momentum... Yeah, I think I was like, oh shit, I'm surrounded by a lot of people and I can't get out. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to, it would be a major drama and I'd definitely faint like a few paces away from where I was standing already. So I think I had a mini panic where I was like, <laughs> luckily, Hannah was on hand with some um, grape flavoured sour patch in her bag. <laughs> so I grabbed a couple of those. Did the job, didn't they? And, uh, and uh, I think that revived me. So thanks for that. Yeah, so you're. You were like, you can't. You can't go down. <laughs> Come back. Yeah, like, do, do you want to leave? I don't mean that at all. <laughs> and I was like, no, hell no. We fought to get here. I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, then there was Jeremy. So you perked right up for that, didn't you? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. A, a little, little chilled out interlude for indifference. And then, and then alive. Oh, so good. Gosh. Everyone went completely crazy, as you might expect them to do and they suck a little war pigs tag onto the onto the end of that and then uh yeah i think everyone was wondering what they were going to finish with yeah and i suspected they'd finish a rocking and they did but i did not expect them to bring on john McEnroe. 
really that was bizarre. so funny because we were on the other end of the stage so we couldn't it was just a guy and he kind of was obviously kind of an older guy you know and he was just like a guy wearing i think he was wearing like a shirt and jeans and he was playing guitar and he was just sort of came on off the side of the stage and then sort of disappeared back there I heard him say John something, so I didn't quite click until halfway through, and I was like, oh, I recognise that guy, but I didn't know that Hannah hadn't clicked who it was, so on the way out, when we were leaving, Hannah was like, who was that random guy they brought on? And I was like, oh, that was John McEnroe. She didn't believe me. <laughs> but still, it's very, very <laughs> random. Why would you have like, No, it was not. No way. <laughs> very know, strange. Seriously. Very strange. Yeah, but it's Wimbledon. He's yeah, in I town. Know, but He's still. in town. The crossover. My dad, the wag, when I told him, was like, oh, you get beyond board tonight. Beyond <laughs> uh, well, board. It didn't happen. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so we went home just buzzing, didn't we? And uh, well ready for day two. Yeah, oh my God, it was um, a bit of a trial getting out of Hyde Park. A bit of a bottleneck situation with thousands and thousands of people. But... Because we were quite close to the left of the stage, I think we got ahead of a lot of people. Yeah. I think yeah, they had I a problem. I really remember the way I think they had a problem emptying the place out because Pearl Jam were definitely given instructions to wind it up a little earlier, I reckon. Yeah, they I think they about 10 minutes earlier yeah. next night. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting them to open with Corduroy either. No. The, uh, first night, that was the second night. It was, it was almost disorienting you know yeah. like whoa, whoa, whoa what yeah <laughs> I mean amazing it was yeah. so good but at that point I feel like Eddie and I are like old pals now I'm like every night I'm just gonna come to Hyde Park and you can sing to me <laughs> <laughs> it was a very bizarre kind of like oh yeah this is what we do now <laughs> every day yeah been there done that back for some it was more. great <laughs> yeah I thought I actually thought they might open with elderly women because um, I think they have elsewhere on the tour. Uh, I haven't committed it to memory. But yeah, so that came second. Um, we live for the surprises anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what was your, your favourite on Dave 2? God. Do you want to go through the whole list again? Let me see. We Let had Why Go. Yeah, Why Go is amazing. Deep was... One I don't think about that often, weirdly, of 10. Yeah, no, and the same. It, it was great. That was... I'd say it's a bit of a deep cut. For, it's, a, uh, yeah. it's a good old school Jeff and Stone vibe to it, you know? There's a bit of love, Mother Love Bone there. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. kind of... Wow, wow. That oh, kind we haven't of talked about Jeff's hats, have we? Oh, yeah, he so had his Pharrell. Yeah. Um, what do you call that? Uh, well, you remember Yogi Bear? Mm. And the, the guy who ran the park. He had a hat like that. So like I think a Mountie it's a hat? Park Ranger. Park Ranger hat. Or Mountie. Yeah. I guess Mounties wear that wear that hat too. And I I wondered if he was gonna change it up for day two, but he did not. It was the same hat. I oh, really look great. And he was wearing a t shirt. What was it? Like whatever the question is, you'll never find the answer or something. Yeah, and Stone uh, Mike had a had a Bauhaus t shirt, like with the ripped off sleeves, didn't he? The second night. They they all had costume changes actually, I think, didn't they? Yeah, the, when, they, when they did the fake out, oh, we're leaving now, ha, 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 yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if Stone changed. Like, Stone was just, just there, yeah. wasn't he? Stone's just, chill just, as fuck yeah. at all times, which is why we love him. Just, 
doing his thing. Um, Dance the Clairvoyant, definitely day two was... Oh, that was brilliant. Good old boogie to that. It was so good. Oh, yeah, we got black. Yeah, I did feel guilty for for my husband. But wait, we didn't um, we didn't talk about support for day two yet. Uh, no, true, true that. So, well, we missed them, but there was James and the Cold Gun quite early on in the bill. I can't remember which stage, but we have seen them before supporting the phenomenal Elvana. We were there for their sound check, as a matter yeah, of fact. We, we were interviewing Elvana yeah. at the time. But yeah, really glad that they uh, they got to, they can now say that they've supported Pearl Jam. Isn't that a Kate Bush track? I don't know, you're the Kate Bush fan, remember? I think, I, I think they're named after Kate Bush, which is topical because... Kate Bush is still riding high in the charts, That's much to is. my delight. Fair play. Yeah, so um, the first support that we caught was Imelda May, who I'd seen previously supporting Eddie Vedder, who was supporting The Who. Um, I've seen her on Jules Holland late night. <laughs> <laughs> Not live. <laughs> I saw her on the telly. But I thought, wow. She was cracking. And her voice. Yes. Gorgeous. Stunning. And she cl- I thought her, her closing song was awesome as well. It was a tribute to Meatloaf, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, she was she was great. Her connection with the audience was fab as well. Just she was really enjoying herself, and it's she always really good was. to yeah. see somebody so happy performing. But also, like Cat Power, she was all in black but sleeveless, so maybe you know not quite as hot. However, she was wearing leather gloves. Did you notice that? Mm. And I think maybe day two was even hotter than day one. I just thought that's going to be so sweaty. But um, yeah, we grabbed some more merch that day. A couple more cans of pims, like the ladies we are. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat anything there? Uh, not the gig, no. I had my uh, M&S sandwich on the train. As we took Jane lot. with us on day two. And yeah. Jane was saying that she hadn't seen Pearl Jam since 93. Which we were like, 29 years, okay. Yeah, we're still young. She enjoyed the <laughs> didn't she? How could you not? But it, it turned out that it was great for her because obviously 10 is her main... But she knows verses and some from Vitalogy as well. So yeah. she got, she definitely got some some good treats on day two. Yeah. Well, and Johnny Marr. So Johnny Marr was after Melda, wasn't he? Mm. And um, you, unfortunately, were in the toilet for several of this, but then you're not a Smiths fan as a No, I'm not, well, I, I, th- I think I'm going to rephrase that now. I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely not fan. a Morrissey fan. But <laughs> I, I like Johnny Marr now. Yeah, so I, I, I took a, a loo break, but I came back for, um, he was halfway through getting away with it, which we were talking about before we started recording. Yes. We thought it was New Order, but it's not. It's electronic. And I think I've talked about it in a pod before, in an enemy, godlike genius pod, I think. Um, I'm not a fan of that one, but he played this charming man, which was, that was so great. good. That was great. Jane and I were yeah. rocking out. Um, Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Yeah, yeah. Some fantastic lyrics. I, you don't like Morrissey, but the lyrics are so funny. They, I was they looking for a job, great. and then I found a job, and heaven knows I'm miserable yeah. now. And what's the, what's the, like the one about the bus as well, being run over by a bus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that one. I, mainly because I imagine Morrissey being run How over. How soon by is one. now? Yeah. So there I, is I, a light I, that never goes out. So he did some proper classic Smiths, but it was very funny because to the left of us, um, these uh, Dutch ladies, ladies from the Netherlands, they were not impressed. Had come to to sit with us and we were chatting to them. They were super interesting, massive fans and have been to tons and tons of gigs. They're like professional Pearl Jam fans. They've traveled the world. Um, they knew each other because they met at a Pearl Jam gig, which is epic. And now they kind of travel together, but not always. They travel with other people. And um, yeah, that was... Uh, so anyway, 
I said, are you enjoying it? And, um, and she said, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you not a Smiths fan? She's like, who the hell is Smiths? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I suppose it is really a bit of a British band. And if you're not into, if you're kind of our age, but you're not into like 90s movies, maybe you would never have necessarily heard the Smiths. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. If you're not I'm, from this country. I'm sure there are, we have friends across the pond too. No, some people like will, but yeah. they're not like the kind of band that is instantly recognisable to some people. And I was mistaken in thinking that they were kind of world famous yeah. like that. And I guess that's probably fair. They're not so much. Um, but anyway, that was that was a lot of fun. But actually, by the end, they were like, actually, he's cool. Yeah, and we really enjoyed it. But I think what I enjoyed the most was just thinking how pissed off Morrissey would be if Johnny just playing <laughs> you did say that. songs and people are laughing. How angry do you think yes. Morrissey is that he's yes. doing Morrissey songs <laughs> and doing them better? Exactly. He's super um, proficient at it, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's different, but it wasn't, it didn't suffer for it. Um, he is so the Noel Gallagher prototype. You yeah, and I mean? Paul Weller, who, I mean, no... It, well, they stole the haircut, same thing, but, right? But the whole bearing, that Manchester, like, all right. You know, right. and it just, and, you know, he wasn't really too smiley, but he was he was enjoying himself, you could tell. Yeah. He just wasn't being too, like, overt with it, and he yeah, was funny. Yeah, reserved with it, yeah. 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 No, it was, it was a good show. It was great. I really, really enjoyed it. And it really sets up stereophonics. In fact, the next um, day, I was in my kitchen, I listened to Smiths practically the whole day, because I was like, yeah, I just forgot how good it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't take it that far. <laughs> I did really enjoy Stereophonics, though. And I, Kelly Jones, in particular, mm. has not aged a day someone's since got I a, saw them in the 90s or uh, 90s. Someone's got a cryo tank at home, I think. You think? Yeah, they, he looks he absurdly was, the same. He was just the just ultimate rock star as well. Like, you know, there was a piano on stage and he kind of like stood up on the piano with his guitar he was he was strutting yeah, yeah. he really was yeah and yeah. he was like oh you know you make this noise and then I'll I'll go away oh maybe I'm not gone yes maybe give me another one he okay I'm going tea. okay yeah. just do it again <laughs> I was like yeah alright <laughs> oh flex yeah he loved he was loving yeah. it he was yeah. they were great yeah they played um, a thousand couple of the first album which was lovely yeah I was hoping for Chance Fest which they didn't play but we got a thousand trees which was that was epic, yeah. That was fun, great. Fun, fun. No, that was that was really fun. Um, but I probably did enjoy Johnny Marr more than Stereophonics, which surprised me because I was really looking forward to Stereophonics and maybe not looking forward to Johnny Marr that much. Yeah, so, no, I enjoyed Stereophonics more, but the rest of what you said, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can relate. Reverse it, hoping, the same. I was hoping they'd bring Kelly on, like they brought so Simon Townsend. For sure, thought they would. But Johnny Marr was. Fine, but I really didn't think it was going to be Kelly. Well, Kelly made a big thing at the beginning where he was like, I'm a massive fan yeah. of theirs and have been from the very beginning. And he said something so funny, which I thought to say to an entire park full of Pearl Jam fans, I, I bought verses the day it came out. It's like, dude, <laughs> we all did. No, I just think <laughs> if we were alive. You, you didn't buy 10. <laughs> Like, well, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, Kelly, I think there's a little crack in not yeah. to be not to be a Pearl Jam not not to be one of those dickheads. I don't appreciate, you know, anyone can be a fan at any time. Yeah, but he's older than us. He would have been old enough to But yeah, it was a bit of a it was kinda like a out. flex when everyone was like, What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As did all of us born at that point, you know. Yeah. Oh, bless him. What was his other Oh, and he said he was at Finsbury Park, which I was like Oh yeah. 
Which you were at. So was I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure you've ever mentioned that on the pump of I know. Yeah. It's brand new information, yeah. but uh, you heard it here, guys. Yeah. First time. <laughs> Anna's just got sour grapes. She's got sour grapes. Absolutely. Sour have. patch kids in her yeah. bag. Yeah. <laughs> so sour. Yeah. Okay. We got we got side chats. Where do we get up to? Put, uh, oh, we got a surprise um, with Leash. Hang on. Did they play Porch twice then? It says Porch then. Yeah, they, they did, they did two twice. twice. Yeah. Ah, okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, River Cross, I think us and the lovely Dutch ladies were a bit like, oh, there's a piano on stage. Miriam and, and Louise, just River to shout Cross. them out. Yeah. Uh, they were uh, taught us a good few things about gig going as well and how to do it professionally. And uh, they were, um, we asked them a few questions, actually, which unfortunately we recorded, but uh, it's just not going to be usable. So luckily we both have really good memories. But you have very good memories. And... Um, so, um, Mirren had just been to uh, the San Diego gig on this tour, where she saw Eddie's mam, who was there, and she just said it was absolutely epic, and the city's kind of small and pretty amazing, so it was a great place to see them. And she saw, I guess she saw the California, um, the Northern California, was it Mountain View? I don't know. Um, and she knows... Yeah, a bunch of people in uh, in LA. So she traveled with them, and and she says she said that was pretty pretty amazing. Um, she was actually uh, at Fenway in two thousand and eighteen, and stayed after the gig and waited till he came out. Where she said he was pretty drunk, but he was happy to sign autographs and meet people. So she shook his hand and had a nice little chat, and so yeah. that's really cool. They were both very much Eddie fans, weren't they? But yeah, definitely. Yeah, in fact, they were wearing Eddie Vedder tank tops Yeah, from his uh, solo shows, which um, obviously they one of them went to. Yeah. Um, so we should probably mention that on the second day, we made a concerted effort to be on the other side of the stage, stone side, because... Yes. Yes. Yeah, that took more tactical thinking. Yes. We staked out from... So I guess we, set, maybe? Mate, we <laughs> yeah. were there, and then when some people shifted, we kind of jumped into a spot which was a, it's a pretty good one. And we sat down and staked our claim and that's where we met our new Dutch friends uh, who were also looking for us. To go to the loo, to hold yeah. our spots. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. That was harrowing <laughs> for me because I hate, I don't push in. I love a queue. I, I don't want to take anyone's spot. I'm not that dickhead who just thinks it's okay to shove people out of the way. I don't do it. So... To get back to my friends and the spot that I've been keeping warm for mm-hmm. hours, only to have grown men be like, no, I won't move for you. Like, I'm not taking your spot, dude. I can see my friends. You know, I was so polite, like, please, 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 please. I'm so sorry. I really apologize. I know how annoying it is. Yeah. See, that's but what I'm there's... right there. No. Yeah. No, not having it. So it was horrible. I felt like bursting into tears when I got back. Yeah. But it was worth it. Ugh. See, that's the good one. There are very few things about that are great about being a shorter us. But one of them is that I can weave my way through, and people, you know, and um, you piss less don't people. Get angry, off. Don't get too angry. And I apologise profusely the whole time. I was doing. I was doing. I am so sorry. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. I was calling people, sir. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sir. What? Yes. There were some el- el- older weird. people there. Excuse me, sir. What's wrong with that? It's, it's Jesus. Geez. Well, I certainly wasn't, you know. Anyway, having said that, 
there was a really, really big guy, and I'm very glad that he was standing near us. I just needed to get past him to get to you guys. And and I said, I am so sorry. I know what this looks like, but that that they are my friends right there. And he was like, oh, it's no problem. Aww. And I think that's what made me want to cry. Oh, thank you so much. Um, but in the in the shots now, so when you see the pictures of the crowd, yeah, he was such a big guy. I could see where we were. Oh. So the picture of them all on stage, you know, at the end, yeah, where they yeah, were yeah. all like a big group the of them. Other way. Yeah. We unfortunately we appear to be uh, under either I think we're either under Boom's hand or we're like behind Matt's head. Oh, either way, just where me. we were. And thanks to the the big fella who was very nice to me, nearly brought me to tears. I know where we were, so Amazing. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> bloody. Danny Clinch, move over. This is our one opportunity. I remember like going, oh, look, they're taking a picture. Let's get in the picture. No, oh. never mind. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, we got yellow lead better. That was pretty cool. Well, Leash, Miss Leash, and they, did, Eddie gave us the option, didn't he? Of, did he say Leash or Whipping? There was one where he got the crowd to No, vote. it was the Whipping, oh, which no. we didn't get, which I yes. actually wanted. It was not for you or Whipping, wasn't it? We were like... Whipping? No, not for you. No, both. <laughs> you take both. I was like, no, whipping, please. <laughs> but we got not for you, yeah. Well, he, he gave us a choice. He was like, do you want one? or And then everyone started cheering and yelling. And he was like, I haven't given you the other option yet. What are you shouting for? Anyway. Yeah, yellow leopardo was... Yeah, so when we got to... um, When we were standing there in our spot... And we saw that the piano was in a slightly different position than it was the first day. And I immediately said to Miriam, oh God, we're getting river cross. And she was like, no. Oh no, I don't want that. And I was like, no, I completely agree with you. <laughs> so uh, we were a bit gutted. <laughs> yeah. Although I felt bad because he, he dedicated it to... Um, it wasn't bad. Prayed, didn't he? So, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's not like a, a bad song. It's just no, it's, it's just, just an Eddie Vedder song to me. You know, you've got a limited amount of songs that you can stick on a set list. That's not what yeah, I'm but I just included in my I dream, want but... to move Rivercross off that album, and put it on Lost Dogs, banjo songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless! Just, just yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, and then they close Barbara O'Reilly with Johnny Marr. I've never seen them play that. It's a it's a song I really love actually. I've seen Eddie play it with the Who, uh, when he supported the Who, um, who you don't like. Uh, that was. There, cool. There's only one member of the Who I don't like. No problem with Roger Daltrey. <laughs> My dad used to play football with him. But obviously, I preferred you know Pearl Jam playing Barbara O'Reilly. Mm. I was I was really happy about that one. And they had Andrew Watt as well. Who at first I thought, oh look, it's Pat Smear. And thought, no, no, he's way too young to be Pat Smear, and realised it was that producer guy that they've been working with. Yeah, I, I, I recognised John McEnroe, but Hannah here recognised what? Damn, the kids, me. <laughs> you are. Yeah. So uh, yeah, cracking gig. Um, almost dream set list. Uh, realised afterwards when people, you know, put up pictures of the, um, you know, of the Eddie's handwritten set list that seven o'clock was originally going to be on it. So I was a bit gutted about that. Yes. that is one of the new ones. And that Dissident. I did really want. <laughs> I would have loved um, yeah. to hear Dissident. I have heard Dissident hey, 29 years ago. Why did I think Dissident was... Uh... It was on the set list, but it was crossed off. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but hey, 
know. And we had hoped because he was talking about guns, he was going to do glorified G, but he didn't. Shit, we didn't talk about state. They played state on night two they as did. well, which they we did. weren't that like they missed the like there was some reason that it, it took us sound. both a little while to cotton on to because uh, the intro was different. No, I don't it, know what it, it, was. Was. it was. Yeah, we did not get those first bars because I admittedly was fiddling with my bum bag because I couldn't get it to shorten enough and I was getting really frustrated because I was having to concentrate in this stupid bag instead of but it was actually Louise I think who was like oh it's that song you wanted to hear and I was like what? It was like, all of a sudden it was there I was like hang on, hang on. I know I really did some preparation for this and I know that doesn't normally happen because when we saw them in Rome yeah we that- knew Two first notes, and we were screaming our faces off. And everyone sitting around us was like, "What the hell is Poor Annie, around? I think I screamed in her ear. <laughs> it was very involuntary. <laughs> we were excited. Right, and oh boy, we're gonna do it all again very soon. Yeah, countdown. Hopefully, touchwood, touchwood, touchwood. Anything can be taken at any time, as everyone knows. And the flight situation in the UK is no picnic. So, but yeah. We made it back with no heat stroke or anything either. Yeah. Very civilised. Two year long wait. Boy, was it worth it. Oh, so epic. It was so good. Right. So if uh, if you were there at either of the UK shows, um, oh, and I got, a, let us know. I got a Pearl Jam Scotland badge. They were handing them oh, back. So we should say the, the front rail, the campers, basically, they camped out, I, I heard. I haven't had the pleasure of speaking to them yet, but I hope that we will change that in Prague. And they were right at the rail because they were the first in and they didn't move. And uh, you could see Mike was saying hi to all of them and he knew all of them. And, uh, and they were handing out badges and stuff and they were really cool. Yeah, they some of them very, got very Josh good fans. Scottish people well, always but, yeah. are the best fans. Yeah. Kind to everyone. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I'm so proud yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, get in touch uh, if you were there, if you've got anything to add. If you're going to be in Prague, uh, yeah. let us know when we can hook up. Yeah, but we're not going to hook up with people, Hannah. That's the wrong... Is that not what you say anymore? No? Oh, well, no. I don't know, but let's not miss good <laughs> But we're going to go to the... Purely platonically. The, the little gathering, aren't we? Yeah. In the park in Prague the night before so really looking forward to that oh is it in the park well it's in a park, park. Oh, right okay no it's there's a bar but oh. it's in a kind of a park i just can't remember i think it begins with l i just okay. can't remember what it's called but anyway that's where we're going and if you haven't heard about that go on facebook there's a group and you can join it if you're coming and uh, hopefully we'll see you there Ta-ra. bye